Hi, this is Carol Miller, and welcome to our Get the Let Out calendar. On September 10th, 1970, Led Zeppelin were heading home to England after completing their sixth U.S. tour. They had just finished with a show presented by Boston College, giving fans two full hours without any supporting acts. It was a makeup date for a festival appearance that J.J. Jackson had been promoting over Boston's airwaves. But when the crowd estimates reached 30,000, Boston's mayor expressed public safety concerns and refused a permit for the festival. Well, a pretty sizable crowd gathered at the Boston College Stadium anyway, even though there was no festival, and ticket holders could exchange their festival tickets for tickets to the Garden Show. On September 11th, 1971, Led Zeppelin played what was likely their one and only concert in Rochester, New York. It took place at the War Memorial Auditorium with a seating capacity of more than 12,000. Robert Plant told people in the audience to sit down so the people in the back of the auditorium could at least see something. Of course, Rochester is well over five hours from New York City, but Zeppelin still had the Big Apple on the brain. Here is how Robert introduced the song Celebration Day on stage. I did this Sunday for New York City, uh, which is a place not too far away from me. 35 years ago, on September 12, 1983, Robert Plant performed at New York's Madison Square Garden for his first time as a solo artist. He was a few weeks into his first U.S. tour since the Zeppelin days, supporting his second solo album, The Principle of Moments. Robert's drummer on the tour was Phil Collins, who had played on half the album, too. Five years later, over some sizzling sausages and tomatoes cooking on a stovetop, Robert recreated their daily breakfast ritual in a filmed sequence for Phil's episode of the TV show, This Is Your Life. But, uh, every morning, sausages, 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 <laughs> and tomatoes. On September 13th, 1971, Epic Records released an LP in America, Live Yardbirds with Jimmy Page. Jimmy was able to have the album withdrawn within a week. He would later comment, quote, it had been recorded at a particularly bad gig, engineered by some character strictly into Muzak. Jimmy has since set the record straight on his two CD set, Yardbird 68. 50 years ago, on September 14th, 1968. The Scandinavian tour, marking the earliest live performances by Led Zeppelin, went into a second week. They'd begun playing in Denmark and would soon be finishing up in Sweden. Yardbirds break up in July, August rehearsals. We're actually recording by the end of September and we've done some dates in Scandinavia, to a handful of dates, but it was good, I was very keen to be able to play the material live so that we could do that in front of an audience before we went into record, so we could, we could keep the thing really fresh. Led Zeppelin would begin recording their first album by the end of the month. On September 17, 1971, Led Zeppelin's U.S. tour concluded with a second consecutive night at the Civic Auditorium in Honolulu, Hawaii. Honolulu was their 18th U.S. tour stop, plus another two Canadian locations earlier along the way. All year long, They'd been previewing songs that would appear on Zeppelin's untitled fourth album. We don't have any audio from either Hawaii show, 
but here's an Elvis song that's played in California just before their dates in Hawaii. Thirty years ago, on September 18, 1988, Jimmy Page had a night off during the second week of touring in support of his solo album, Outrider. The previous night, he played a show at the Mesa Amphitheater near Phoenix, Arizona, where he gave an interview for MTV and talked about the tour. Yes, obviously there's a lot of Zep, Zep fans, but uh, I'm surprised at how, how many young people are here, you know, in their teens. It's a, lot, a lot of, uh, it makes up primarily a lot of, of young people, which is really nice, you know. The interview was held outside the amphitheater with the bright sunlight before the show, and throughout it, Jimmy could be seen using a white towel to dab the sweat off his forehead. On September 19, 1970, Led Zeppelin got a rousing introduction for their first appearance at New York's Madison Square Garden. <laughs> Zeppelin had been named the country's most popular group, which ended the Beatles' eight-year run as the champions of an annual poll. So, when Zeppelin arrived in New York, there was a press conference to mark the occasion. The group that was number one, the Beatles, just this past week, had their songs quoted by Spiro Agnew. Would you, would you like that to happen to you? I really don't know. I haven't seen Spiro at any of our concerts yet. I thought so. he was a model for a wristwatch. Fifty years ago, on September 20th, 1968, Joe Cocker released his new single in the U.S. It was With a Little Help from My Friends, featuring lead guitar from Jimmy Page. The recording session had taken place back in June, before Jimmy had assembled all the players in his new band. The drummer at this session was B.J. Wilson. His playing impressed Jimmy so much that he asked if he'd be available to play drums for his new band. B.J. opted to remain in his own band, Procol Harum. September 1968 was the beginning of Led Zeppelin's touring days, but September 1969 was the first month that Led Zeppelin was not on the road at all. After completing three tours of the U.S., they were on the verge of releasing their second album while taking four whole weeks off. During that month of September 1969, an album was released in the U.K. that contained some guitar from Jimmy Page and bass from John Paul Jones, recorded way back before the Led Zeppelin days. It was Al Stewart's album, Love Chronicles. I mean, uh, sometimes I wonder where she can be. This is Carol Miller. Thanks for getting the let out. Check back next week for another Get the Let Out Calendar podcast.